Hello and welcome back to the podcast Democracy. My name is Miko Parker and I will be your host. I am all alone today. Last week, I uh, last two weeks ago, actually I haven't been uploading very recently. I had Ed on here, my good friend Ed, but this week I'm all by myself. So in today's episode, um, we're going to shift back to politics and democracy as this, as that's what you've been wanting instead of whatever happened in the last episode um we're going to be talking about is the united states actually a democracy because there is so much that happens and it's like um we we can't think of the united states uh we we start to wonder is the united states actually a democracy and i think that the united states is has its own form of government it's it's just it's just its own it's so unique from other democracies to the point where you don't even think of it as a democracy you just think of it as the american government because of how unique and different it is opposed to so many other democracies out there so we're mainly looked at as a constitutional republic which is a form of democracy we vote in our elect elect officials or do we the Electoral College has been a very um, controversial subject recently, and it has made us question, do we actually vote in our president, or is the Electoral College doing it for us? Because you got to remember, back in 2016 and 2000, in the year 2000, uh, President Bush lost, um, he, he had lost, and... Um, he lost the popular vote, but he had won the Electoral College. Therefore, he became the next president of the United States. And considering that, does that mean that we're a democracy? Like, that literally went to the Supreme Court. And back in 2016, the same thing happened. Hillary Clinton had won the popular vote. The American people voted her in, but the Electoral College did not. So that makes us question, are we actually a democracy or are we just allowing an electoral college to govern us? Because if that's how we're going to govern ourselves, then we, we're we not a democracy. We are just a completely different type of government. Because if we aren't electing in the president, that means that there's an issue. There, there's a big issue about whether or not America is the shining democracy that everyone knows and loves. It, because, in reality, it might not be. So, let's move on to another uh, question that we have that leads us to the question, is the United States actually a democracy? And that is uh, of the filibuster. Our con- We have a Congress that makes all of our federal laws. We have... And it's split into two uh, two branches, and that is the House of Representatives. That's where every bill starts, all laws start there. And then the Senate. The Senate, like, certifies it. And then the Senate either amends it and then brings it back to the House of Representatives for another vote and then sends it off to the president. Or the Senate brings it with no amendments and brings it directly to the president of the United States. So, 
there is something in the Senate that makes us question whether or not we are actually a functioning democracy. And that's the filibuster. Our Senate has uh, two senators for each state. So we have 50 states. 50 times 2 equals 100. So we have 100 senators that meet in Congress to uh, debate legislation and all that jazz. So, first of all, uh, the Senate is currently equally divided. Uh, In a partisan matter, the Senate is equally divided. So, there are 50 Democrats and there are 50 Republicans. And according to the Constitution of the United States, that means that there's a tie. But uh, the vice president is the president of the Senate. So, the vice president basically um, breaks any tie votes. Um, the president, uh, temp, pro temp, I mean, can also, um, vote for the vice president on a tie, uh, but usually the vice president just comes into Congress and breaks the tie vote. So, after, uh, all, all that, that, it sounds good, it sounds great, it sounds like a great Senate, but if you don't have a supermajority, and a supermajority in the Senate is considered 60 senators or more, the Democrats technically have a majority because they're by because the vice president is a Democrat. So usually the Democratic vice president is going to vote in favor with the Democrats opposed to the Republicans. So technically, Democrats have a very slim majority if we include Kamala Harris. So then um, there that leads into our supermajority, which is a 60, 60 senators or more on a party means that there is a supermajority in the Senate and they can do anything that they want to. But the filibuster um, doesn't allow there to just be a simple majority in the Senate. The filibuster provides that any big legislation, like the, um, like if we wanted to, let's say, uh, pass the infrastructure bill, it would uh, be affected by the filibuster because that means that 10 Republicans would need to vote yes on the bill. So that means that we technically don't have a majority in the Senate. The Democrats technically don't have a majority in the Senate. So that leads us into the question of if Democrats can't push legislation that they want, then is does that make us a democracy? That right there alone, does, does the filibuster stop us from being a democracy and just a government that does whatever it wants? So, leads us to a lot of questions, and that leads to another thing of D.C. statehood. So, the D.C. statehood um, bill would actually provide D.C. to be a state. It would get one representative in the House of Representatives, which it already has. It has a delegate, technically. And then two senators. The two senators would go to Congress, and that would break the filibuster. Because the filibuster technically would no longer exist because that um, takes away from the balance. The balance of of 50 states and 50 senators. Well, 100 senators. So that would break the balance. It would bring us to 102. And unless the Senate rules is changed somehow, magically, without uh, Democrats' consent, then that would mean that... um, the filibuster could technically come back, but it would be very hard for the uh, filibuster to uh, come back.
So that that's basically uh, our our question before whether or not the United States government is a democracy. Alrighty, so let's head into the next segment. Another question that we have about democracy, we're back. Another question that we have about democracy is the judicial branch, because we have something called the Supreme Court, and the the Supreme Court not only rules on cases that are appealed from the county level up to the uh, federal level, it also can interpret laws, meaning you uh, may have heard about the very controversial Roe v. Wade decision, and Roe v. Wade ended up being, okay, women can have abortion anytime that they want to, whenever they're pregnant. So, that means that the Supreme Court needs to be given a way to interpret the Constitution, and and they can technically change the Constitution because of how they, uh, how they interpret it. So, whatever their subjective opinion is about the Constitution, that becomes the land of the law. That's laying down the law right there. Nobody can change it. And that nobody can nobody can oversee the Supreme Court. There's no checks. There's a lot of checks and balances with the executive and legislative branch. And the judicial sees most of that. But when it comes to the judicial branch, there's nobody above that. The uh, judicial, I mean, the legislative and executive, they can't look over the judicial branch. The judicial branch is merely uh, chosen by um, what this uh, justices think. Currently, we have nine justices on the Supreme Court, the federal Supreme Court. So that means that um, basically the judicial branch can do whatever they want to our laws. And they can even uh, rule that a executive order that the president may sign could possibly be unconstitutional. And this leads us to the power of the judicial branch because our entire government is based off of creating laws. That That's the main goal of the American government at the end of the day, to enforce law and to create law. That That's the that's the end goal right, right there. At the end of a Congress session, at the end of a, a new administration, our goal is to enforce law and create law. The judicial branch is not the judicial branch's job is to interpret the law, and they can interpret the law any way that they want to, even if that was not the real intention of why the law was made. So, is 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 the judicial branch taking away from our form of democracy? Because we cannot be a democracy just be because one, we have to think about the fact that the judicial branch is chosen by the president of the United States. Uh, Donald Trump, he pushed for very conservative and very Republican-based judges because um, during his term, lots of judges were dying, lots of judges were retiring, so he could push in any type of justice that he wanted to, and his majority in the Senate, because the the Senate has to confirm the justice before they can actually become a justice, so he had a majority in the Senate, the Republicans always had a majority in the Senate during his term, and when the justices are approved by the Senate, they become Senate, they, they become judges, and he appointed, I think, like, at least four ju- judges to the Supreme Court, which is nearly a majority. That's nearly a majority right there, because there are nine justices, 
and there and it's uneven for a reason it's uneven so that there can never be a tie so that there's always a final decision whether it be that they abstain their vote they dissent they support whatever there will never be a tie in the supreme, in the supreme court and because there would be no way to settle a tie there, there would be absolutely no way to settle a tie and the constitution does not provide uh like it does in the senate if the senate is equally divided the what who votes who who will vote to break the tie in the judicial branch there isn't really anyone to uh, that oversees the supreme court unlike the vice president that work the senate works very well because the vice president can uh can basically uh break any tie but they can't vote on legislation on any legislation but in this in the supreme court if we had the chief justice for example break a tie that would mean that the Supreme Court, uh, Justice would be given um, two votes in the uh, United States Judicial Branch, which really would not be fair because um, that's more votes than any other uh, judge gets to have. So unlike the vice president, they only get one vote, just like everyone else does on a bill. One vote, and that's it. So... Um, there, and we don't, uh, elect our, uh, judges in. So that's another issue. Yeah, uh, if we cannot elect the people in, they can literally interpret our constitution any way that they want to. Are we really a democracy? Are, are we actually a democracy? Let's be very serious here. Are we a democracy if we aren't voting in who we believe should be voted in? So, <laughs> that, that it's such a big question because the United States has such a unique type of government to the point where we don't really think that it's a democracy. We don't vote in, we technically don't vote in the president because the electoral college has voted in our president at least uh, four times in history. We don't vote in our judges, meaning that we can't uh, say who is and isn't allowed to interpret our constitution and we don't vote in the uh, filibuster. We can't vote on motions and laws and provisions made by the Senate rules. So technically, the United States at the end of the day is not a democracy. It's simply just people that it's, it's simply its own government. It has its own form of government. Um, there, there's no category for this uh, this form of government because it's not really a, a democracy at the end of the day. Uh, everyone has their own opinion on it. I don't think that the United States is a democracy. So, that that's my um, answer to this question. Is the United States actually a democracy or is it not? So, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the uh, end of this episode right here. It was a rather short episode because I wanted, I wanted to keep it short this week. I didn't have much to talk about, but... Hopefully, I will be uploading more consistently on this podcast because I really like talking about what I think. Um, let me know what you think about uh, my opinion on all of this. You can DM me on Instagram at Miko Parker. Very simple. M-I-K-K-O-P-A-R-K-E-R. So, very self-explanatory. And you can just tell me what you think about it. I will uh, hopefully get back to you. Um, I also have a medium post where I um, can uh, basically deliver like a transcript if I want to of this episode and what I think I currently have I think 
three articles uploaded on there. Um, I'm probably going to upload another one today. And I'm going to upload this um, this episode, what I think about is the United States demo- democracy or not. Because um, I didn't go too in-depth about my opinion on, a de- on the United States. So, 